Welcome to the Buyers Club. Today we sit down with Joseph Wakili. We speak fashion. We speak about the pandemic and how he kind of got through it. We also touch upon, you know, musically what he likes and just kind of take a trip down memory lane and talk about our time at Barney's New York. I really hope you enjoy it, guys. So just getting into it, uh, basically introducing this legend over here, Joe Wakili. We've known this man for quite some time, and it's fitting that he is our first episode. How are you doing, my man? Barney's, Barney's reunion, baby. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a BMI reunion. Doing well. I, I I thought we were gonna do a cold thing, you know. I feel I, now I feel like I actually had something to say. But yeah, I mean, you said it was sound cold. Once we uh, you snip in the snip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. How we yeah. doing? Well, what's going on in your life? How has COVID treated you in general? Um, I mean, I feel like talking about COVID in like a time period is like so fucked up because it's been it's lost so unbelievably long you know what i mean yeah i mean someone was good and everything's been good obviously in the beginning of it's like just a very scary thing and a very weird type situation and you go home you know your boss tells you don't grab anything or grab everything that you're going to need like you're not coming back for a very long time like yeah you've never heard that before no No, one in the last years has heard that at their job no you know i i think in general it's really weird because i think a lot of people have Picked up a lot of strange hobbies. Yeah, hundred percent. What was you, you were still at your kind of like a job at that at yes. the point? Yeah, yeah. So, so I was uh, doing post. I guess we should post Barney's. Um, I went and worked for um, I, yeah, CD Network uh, in New York showroom in New York that we worked with at Barney's that we right. bought from and stuff like that. So, yeah, Golden Geese's. And yeah, all those. So, all that so, so it was a lot of fun, and I have never and will never say anything bad about any of the people that worked there because they were just yeah, great absolutely. people, great to me, gave me an opportunity, gave me what I wanted to do, travel. Yeah. You know, yeah, you were at Pitti, right? Yeah, build brands stuff like that. I never thought that I would ever go to Pitti. So well, how was that? It was cool. Never was, been. So you know, it's really fun to see the theatrics of some of these guys that just the peacocks, day, as they say, yeah, yeah. for yeah. eight days in a row, is they it, get dressed to get photographed. Sweat the hell off too, right? Crazy. <laughs> is it like you see on the blogs though? Is oh, it, it's, it, it's for real. Like, okay. and these guys okay. just hanging out like, it was, you know, PT was what I was expecting, but also at the same time, it's very much like, if you're working, like you're working and yeah. if you are yeah. an account executive, you're, at your booth most of the time. I think that's really very, bouncing around. Yeah, I think that's a very important thing to say because a lot of people, you know, they... Because you were in Paris, yeah? Yeah, I was in Paris um, and I thought it was going to be a shit show, to be honest. And and what you realize is that it's not. It's, it's literally working from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Then you're going to a restaurant tired as hell. And, and you're like, I don't want to be here. I explained to someone that every single morning is Monday and every yeah. single night is Friday. Yeah. Yo, but that's, that's every day. That's a day. great analogy. That's a great analogy. Because every single morning you have appointments. You have people that you're supposed to meet with. You have, you know, any type of anything, even lunch or whatever. Someone's over with you. You got to roll around, whatever. Right. And then at night there's always something going on, a dinner yeah. that you have to attend or yeah. drinks or drinks in the lobby and whatever. And then, but the next morning is Monday. Yeah. And at night, it's Friday. And Chris, and Chris, <laughs> one, one thing that you might not know yet, just because obviously with COVID, we haven't been able to travel with our respective, you know, places, but 
One one thing that you really figure out is that it's it's a lot less fun until it's almost done. Yeah. Right. And you know, you're, you're like, getting your you numbers know, and you're seeing how you did and yeah. you know, whatever. But it is cool. Like, you know, I had a whoa moment. I'm on the train going from Florence to Milan and it's like Right. I am in Italy on a train conducting. Oh, so did you do business. both fashion weeks? You did Milan and PT? So we were in Milan for a few days because we showed in Milan as well. The showroom for uh, the brand that I was uh, account exec for, their showroom was in Milan. So we had Milan Fashion Week, but PT was beforehand. So we flew into Milan, took the train to PT to Florence, from Florence back to Milan because, like, you don't want to fly into the Florence airport. Yes. Um, No, definitely not. We've all heard the... How how long was the duration of, like, the trip and... It was like eight days or something like that. It was, okay. it was a pretty, yeah. you know, it was a pretty fun trip. And it was like a month or so working at the company. So yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, you know, I didn't really tell my into it or yeah. whatever. And it was just like, yo, like, you book your flights. Like the week that I started. I was right. Like, oh, what? Right. You know? Right. I love that. So love buying that. versus wholesale. What'd you feel though? What did you enjoy more? How can you like, you know, which was more your thing? Um, I personally, I don't think I could ever buy again unless um, I was either self-funding or being funded by someone that did not care about turning a profit. You know, okay, fair. Just, like a, a Carson Street type deal? Yeah. yeah. I was just talking about it. With, yeah, right? yeah. I was like, where you kind of have like creative freedom to do kind of whatever you'd like. And yeah, not I saying that I'm some creative overlord, but like meaning like... <laughs> you're a creative you, guy. Yeah, you know, but you figure it out. Like, and you, oh, this is cool. This is cool. But like buying for me, it's not people facing enough. It's an, I, I, I love the wholesale aspect. Yeah. I think down from... The communications or whatever, but also to the cold calling. Like that's you know what I do now too, even on some extent. Like so, so, so what people. exactly do you do now? If you don't mind, me a little, little foray into your new endeavors. So uh, Trinity Group is a, my aunt's company that she started five years ago. Right. Um, it's we specialize in like retail millwork, um, custom furniture. Rosie, right? Yeah, custom furniture design and manufacturing. Um, so it's. Pretty much, I have to learn how to be a project manager, and the learning curve is pretty much what I've expected. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. I'm learning at the rate that I thought I was, which like I didn't project myself learning a whole lot that quick. It's a whole yeah. other world, you know. I did like kind of like a mental pros and cons list, and then did a pros and cons list, and I was looking at like why I loved my current role. Um, and after Barney's, I wasn't even going to go do that. I was going to go do like commercial real estate or something. Yeah, we or talked about something. A bit. Different. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but then this opportunity came up and it was exactly what I kind of wanted. Yeah. Fashion, selling, um, traveling a little travel. bit more. So yeah. it was like, dude, that's, you know, what else it's do I want? I'm 22 yeah. years old. Yeah. 25 now, let the record show. I'm going to 30, but, uh, <laughs> you're still, you're still, hey, 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 over there. That's old man here. But yeah, my way. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> off the record. I'm only 31, you know, but yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am the oldest man in this world. <laughs> the elder statesman, if you will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, no free cloud, Joe. Come on. No, yeah, I mean, let's <laughs> sponsor the uh, the boys. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, it was just, and then looking at what my opportunity would be with my aunt. Like, obviously, of course, it's you know would be working with my aunt, which is super important and yeah. really a great opportunity. You, if you can have a great relationship, exactly, and that's what's good. And it's like she's been doing this for 30 some odd years so it was a good opportunity to learn from someone that you know would be able to teach me the most yeah um and it was an opportunity to grow a business on a larger scale yeah you know like men's fashion is great but it it just was kind of 
with COVID and this and that was just kind so of. So did you switch during me during COVID? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was skeleton staff after market and whatever, and I was right. shadowing my aunt um, to try to get a feel for it and stuff like that. And I was pretty much just getting to the point where like I know I have so much to learn. And I know yeah. this is going to be the biggest uphill battle. Yeah. But if I'm not going to try and do something now, if not now, then when? Exactly. You know, I, I'm fortunate yeah. that I have like a good safety net of my family and whatever right, and, right, right, right. you know i have connects that i've made in the industry that i was going to leave if i needed to go back into it whatever and i realized that time to roll the dice yeah and i, I think that, that it's very important that you know sometimes people are afraid to you know take a leap of faith and bet on themselves try something yeah. new and yeah bet on themselves so and it wasn't like i was opening my own business yeah you know, true. i was going into uh, established business that was, you know, that, that was working with, with a guru of sorts. You know, not sorts of guru. So yeah, I, I like, see you her on your social cutting wood and shit, man. Ooh, she's handy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, she's very. She she's knows, a beast. Yeah, she's uh, an absolute wealth of knowledge, and that's yeah. how I'll say it. So yeah, it's it's been good. Hell yeah! yeah well, it seems like a good time driving the boats and stuff. Yeah, no, we have we have a very good time together. She's very has a very similar personality to my father and myself in certain ways. So we all kind of get along and her and I have always kind of jived on a different level and my mom's always noticed it. everyone's always noticed it so it's you know thank god it's so what do you do day to day in your business what, like what's your what's your role right now as far as so it's a lot of like different jobs will come in and stuff like that like off mic I'm not going to name any of our partners or anything like that because of course not yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course no, just, like, just general just yeah. general stuff yeah no, so a lot of my day to day is um, you know a lot of the fixtures that we build or were contracted to build or furniture or whatever, you know, there's a lot of moving parts with some of them, you know, some of these Literally, cases, right? <laughs> yeah. Some of these cases have all these different hardware pieces and this and that. And so it's ensuring that everything gets there at the same time and so on and so forth. Right. You know, it's, it's, um, learning how to review plans and read constructual uh, architectural drawings and Scaling. I've been seeing you sketch as well. Yeah. So, I mean, you've always been. Well, we've seen him do that before. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind yeah. of just a different uh, yeah. outlet for that. And that, that was skill. Yeah. One thing that I kind of felt comfortable with going in this route is like she's an incredible like artist, and she was back in the day too. But like even on a drafting level, she out of high school drafted for literally eight hours a day just drawing yeah. structure. Wow. Before that's it was crazy. And is that something stuff. like you really liked back in the day? Did you ever picture yourself working in this kind of an industry or was it always fashion, fashion until it kind of wasn't? It was, yeah, it was kind of like fashion, fashion until it wasn't, but also too, it was like one of the things that I've always, my mom can draw pretty well. And one of the things that we've always shared, like us three, is that like if I, geometrically or dimensionally, like I can draw something. Good spatial recognition. Exactly. Yeah. I have, you show me something, I can flip it in my head and draw it reverse. Top down, right, so on and well, so forth. I'm gonna need you to help design my apartment a little bit. My shit is looking a little, a little crowded. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to do here. You know? Yeah, so it's just, and even though I think that I'm pretty proficient in that, it's like amazing what she can get done in you yeah. know five minutes. It takes me a little longer because I'm really trying to get it done. But it's the more you do it. You were busy doing pivot tables and shit while you <laughs> learn how to draw. You know, man. Exactly. I mean, usually they say you become an expert after 10,000 hours. How many hours are in a year? 24 hours a day times 364. And if I was better at math, I'd make a lot more money than I do now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be good at math to be a buyer, though. No, no, you have to be no, good you need to know how to use Excel. You don't need to be good at math. There's a difference. You need to know how to use formulas. So yeah, that's yeah. where I kind of am, am uh, landing now. It's I'm in a good role. I'm learning a lot. Um, it's just as much challenging as it is rewarding. Yeah. Which is something that 
I feel like you should always look for. Hundred percent. You know, absolutely. Got to keep pushing yourself. So you it. don't have to. And then yeah. You just fuck off forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for lack of better words, it's so quits. Yeah. It's so true. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about what I've been doing. I've been. Yeah, honestly, tell me you guys about yourselves. I've been honestly running like a fucking maniac. I like legit every day, five Ks. You know, just couldn't and, fucking pay me. Yeah, yeah. and and I, I've I've picked it up during COVID, and then I signed up for like a marathon. And you guys I, did it. Yeah, I did yeah, a virtual marathon. Yeah, it was, I thought it was not going to be virtual. I thought it was going to be with a group, have a little bit of inspiration, have some sweaty people around me like you can do it. Nope. Nothing like that. So I, I think in all in all, you know, we we really did pick up some stuff. I'm, I'm not I, got sure. to, I got to watch his little helmet cam of him running. It was kind of cool. His friend, no, like, Gary, did the whole thing. Although this dumbass, he's all done. He's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, let me take off my my water bottle vest and let me throw it up in the air to celebrate. Oh, oh you think I'm a tree, right? A treat. Oh, I got to show you the clip. I got to show you the clip. I so good. I saw that. It was like the most clip thing that could ever happen. Yeah. 100%. No, but you can't yeah, write one, that shit. One, one thing that you'll learn about us in general is that we're, we're, we're not afraid to make fun of each other. So. No, exactly. Oh, we do a little bit too much of it sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's part of the boys club, you know, that's part of the bias club, so. But I know, I, every single time I see your posts on Instagram, yeah. when you're running, it literally makes me so ecstatic, because I remember at, when yeah. we worked together, I was like, well, you gotta just get up and do it. You gotta just get up and do it. You gotta just get up and do it. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like you've been running a lot too, Joe. It looks like you lost, uh, you're looking real spelt over there, my guy. You're looking real fucking Six fit. pack. Really? No, so, I mean, All I, day. I, I haven't given you a mustache chased up on the boy. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I um, during COVID, I, like right prior to COVID, like it was like February 2020, I guess. There's a picture that's on my Instagram. And I look at it now and I'm like, God. And I knew I was heavy. Like, and I was heavy because I was, you know, eating whatever I wanted to do. No, you were heavy. You were heavy. It was more of like I was one ninety seven at like six me. foot. Was, six that's, foot. That's, that's you heard talk. that? That's a man talk. Let himself deprecate a little bit. You were, you were like me, uh, just a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I would go on my little stints. I would go on my little stints of you know. I would be super hyped up for three weeks, or whatever, get into decent shape and whatever. Right. But it was mainly like I would just run because like I didn't have the time in the morning. Like it was something that I've always run, ran because it's. All you need is a pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's no and the other will, excuse. And the will, right? Yeah, but then all you need is a pair of shoes, and there's no other actual excuse. Yeah. So that's why it was always for me like also a not workout. Yeah, you can't be hungover either. So no. so those are the two. But no, there's like, no such you know, thing as out the alcohol. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, lie. a lie. You just get dehydrated, die at the gym. Oh, it sucks. But then you got Chris, you know, always looking at his guys. Hey, man, he's pumping away, you know, all <laughs> yeah. day. Well, we, all day. I don't do any cardio except for tennis <laughs> and uh, lifting the weights. And then I just cut calories. And that's all we got to do. No, so, yeah, that, I just. Yeah. I, to me, I, I really admire people that like look forward to working out and they're like, you know what? I want to get my workout in. I get a lot of pleasure from this. Like my sister, she freaking loves working yeah. out. It's a big thing she likes. She looks forward to her workouts, loves running. For me, it's something I just got to check off on the list. I feel good at, after I've done it. Like I feel a lot better. But you're not like, like, all like, I'm not like hell yeah, yeah, I'm so excited to lift weights. It's like it's just like the meat. You're looking at it's exactly. You're looking at it. It's like uh, trying to look good at the beach. Uh, you know, yeah. trying to look good in these shirts. I mean, working fashion. It's a little bit of very course. Uh, I don't want to try on a blazer and have it not fit me because you know I was slacking off a little bit. You know, no, hundred percent. That's why. That, and then for me during COVID, it, I got the opportunity. Me and my friend would just go to like our 
former high school. Oh, nice. Every morning and just work out. We Ooh, you had the day. gym access. That's nice, bro. No, no, no. At the, the track we, no, no, at the, at the Oh, yeah, running, running. Yeah. No, no, no. Like no run. I, I haven't ran really. I, I've ran probably in the last year and a half like four times. Yeah. What are you doing? So, like hit workouts? Or? So, yeah, it was just a lot of like, you know, we would do sprints at the track, like bleachers, whatever. But it was just a lot of like body weight stuff and doing what we could to, you know, and all kudos to him. He really like taught me a lot of different stuff. And that's what ultimately. Is he like a workout freak? Or Yeah. He, I mean, he no. just. He's had a bunch of trainers that, you know, throughout the years, in high school and before that and whatever. So he's gathered a lot and, you know, he's an intelligent guy. So he just puts it together and he knows what works for him. Yeah. And what ultimately worked for him was working for me. And that is what kept me in the shape that I am in now. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I, right now I, I need a little, I need a little like two week, three week refresher. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of restructured to me like what I should actually be doing because yeah. I just ran and I had no core. I know this, know that, whatever. And then now I know like if I want to look the way I look and right. do the thing this, I do. This like, is what needs to happen. You got to do yeah. like the Bulgarian squats. Yeah. Like, you got to <laughs> yeah. do Everyone like, needs to find their kind of lane and yeah. that, that, that works for them. I mean, for me, before COVID, I was kind of struggling at the gym, trying to do whatever, like having like these, uh, these like gains I was trying to make or these, these yeah. weights I was trying to put. And it never really like, got anywhere. I, I would get hurt or I, I would get exactly. discouraged. Or I wouldn't see the stuff. All of a sudden quarantine hits and I decided, you know what? I, I think this is going to be bad. I'm not really sure what's happening. I don't think I'm going to be back in the office. I was on Amazon looking at these Bowflex, like these dumbbells. Smart. Yo, should I buy these or not buy these? Smartest buy ever. Yo. $300. I was like, oh, I don't know. you know what? Screw it. I'm going to buy them. They'll be here in two days. They came next day. They're sold out and they're going on eBay for $900. Yep. And there was a shortage. No, you probably flipped them. Bro, I didn't know. <laughs> no, I flipped them. <laughs> I flipped them, dude. Within the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty tempted. I'll tell you. No, no, yeah. But anyway, so I finally found my lane as far as, you know what? Just maintaining stuff and just making sure, like, putting that 45 minutes to an hour every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's my own basement, I took my dad's because he had surgery. He's got one of those, like, little helper things for the shower. So I found out when he wasn't there, Dips. I moved that, I moved the back off of it, and it's a bench. And I'm downstairs using his shower thing as a bench, and it worked for me, man. I don't know. It's for me. I, I love, it was either the field, or I love, like, working out. Like, I always just work out in my basement. Like, I'm just not a gym guy. Yeah. I go down to my like basement. My privacy. I have like two pairs of sweatpants on, tucked into my socks, two sweatshirts on, and a sauna suit so, and a beanie, and I look crazy. Fucking <laughs> rocky out here, baby. Man, I, I'm on a cement floor in my basement. My music's as loud as I want it to be, and there's no one around. No one there, yeah. I look nuts. I look yeah. like a psychopath, but it's like it doesn't matter. Well, that's always been my thing, too. Like, going to the gym, I feel like 50 to 60% of the people, and obviously these statistics. arbitrary, but no, yeah. I get where you're going. But I swear to God, I see like 60% of people taking photos, recording themselves. Then there's always that one asshole that's literally hogging all the benches. Like, no matter if I'm doing an incline, it's a quadruple set, it, baby. I'm yeah, super yeah. set on the super set. Got like all this. Everything he's, everywhere. He's legitimately hogging it for like 30 minutes. So I'm like, okay, so you know what? I'll just get on one of these machines, look like a punk. Yeah. You know, because anytime you go to the That's not the P word you wanted to use. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always an idiot that's yeah. like, and I've never been a big guy, so I'm not, you know. But there's always a guy that's like 92 pounds soaking wet and he's throwing weight and slamming him down and this, that, and third. And it's like, bro, what do we do? Oh, oh. So, you know so, what I mean? So, Get some love from your parents because you need the attention. What I ended up doing <laughs> I ended up, I, I ended up buying a bunch of kettlebells. I smell like. I love that. Oh, I, I smell, like, like, I got to show you these kettlebells. 
literally four kettlebells. Not even They're matching great. sets. He's got all these kettlebells. Look at these arms. What's not, wrong? Not, even, not even matching sets, but I mean, I haven't used the kettlebells in like, you know, a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, we can tell. We can tell. You know, kettlebells are great, though. Yeah, but I started using them, and I'll tell you this much. Started doing squats. Started, you know, doing like these, they're called Turkish get-ups. Yeah, great. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I pulled my back the first, like, workout. The first workout. (laughs) So, I was out for the count for, like, a good three weeks. And then I realized, all right, you know what? I just got to start a little small. So, I go from a a 34-pound, mind you, when I was lifting dumbbells, I was doing like 55. Sounds like a bunch of captains. 55-pound dumbbells, 45-pound dumbbells on a regular. To do what? Were you curling them? I did a 30. curling a 55-pound dumbbell? No, I was doing bench press. It's it's. it's, you're doing 110. I like that. I like that. I started doing these 34-pound kettlebells, just one, and I was literally almost pulling my back. So I went down to like 18 pounds, and then I I felt real weak. But you know what? It built me up, so... I think in general, you know, it's just about just getting into something and starting light, you know, starting light. But so, I, I consistency to, is key. As, yeah. as long as you, you find your lane, whatever you're comfortable with, whether it's as much as you want to be, you just find what works for you and you're just consistent about it. It's yeah. going to work. And, if, and you know the best for your own self. Like if it's getting 100%. easy or if it's getting harder, it's getting If it's macro counting, if it's intermittent fasting, yeah. if it's just running a little bit, whatever works for you, you just have to figure out what works for your body and what you're going to be consistent at. Yeah. Because the workout that's going to work best for you is one you actually fucking do. And for me, like, I want to get back into running a little bit, but like, I know I don't want to fall into the trap that I was in. Yeah. It's just like, all right, perfect excuse, just run. It's fine. You get your workout in. Right. But then, like, for me, I was always like slightly herniating a disc in my back, like, very, very. Yeah. Dude, I, I almost tore my rotator cuff trying to go a little bit too. I was like comparing yourself to people to bench press. Yeah. I was like, let me just do more weight than I now. Yeah. I would throw on my back because my legs were like tree trunks. My core uh, had nothing. So it was like a noodle sitting on my no, steel. That's, that's a real thing. And like, you know, my physical therapist is like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm just running. And he was like, just running? And I was like, yeah, he's like, dude, you got to do some planks. Yeah, Joe, what did, uh, what, did, what did JV tell you about your legs? Now you didn't fit in his jeans. Oh, oh, yeah, that guy. That was crazy. I saw him. Dude, what's crazy is I saw that guy in like, the what summer. Is he about? Well, I'm not dropping names here. Yeah, no, I'm not going to drop a name, but we had someone that came into Bonnie's office. And, like, this is a funny story, so it should be told. No names, no nothing. I have no problem saying what I have to say. I tried on a pair of 32 uh, waist pants, and they were loose around the waist. And tight in the areas that like no pants should be, like on the like the lower mid calf, lower mid uh, thigh. And he really looks and looks at said boss, and he was like, "You got anyone skinnier than that?" And then they were like, "What? The pants fit like shit." And I literally said, "Yeah, dude, it's not about being skinnier." I'm like, "The waist is loose. The pants fit like." No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But I real. saw that guy randomly. That's a whole different story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he'll, he'll, uh, in a business, yeah. No, no, whole different story. Weird. Well, I texted well, out of bottle like right away. It's weird, but we're not gonna get into that. We'll talk about it later. Sorry. We'll take that offline. <laughs> I think honestly, the same day I tried on the pants, probably right after you, and he was like, "Yo, you need to go on the treadmill." I'm like. 
I'm like, bitch. So <laughs> like, bitch going on a treadmill. You know? I, I was, no, it's I was, nuts. I've never been so like shocked in my life. I was like, what? I was extremely like just like if if there was ever fat shaming, that oh, wow. me, that was it. You know? Talk about beating well, bricks, like dude. Yeah, he can bring off that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be easy. A little waitress twink. <laughs> yeah, but uh, other other than like working out and things, is, is there any passion projects or anything that you're you know kind of into right now? And maybe, maybe COVID pushed forward or gave you a little bit more time to think about, or yeah. whether COVID is not even involved. Maybe you just yeah, yeah you, I mean, you got time for now. Um, let's see. Other than like definitely like fitness, I've always had a kind of a niche for it or want to do it or want to be more consistent with it. And now I kind of finally am and in a good spot, I think mentally because of that, you know, yeah. I better every day that I work out is usually the, a better day than when I didn't work out, no matter yeah. what happens. Yeah. Cause I feel like my sights are just a lot clearer. That's called um, serotonin, baby. Yeah. It's amazing. Get those firing. Woo! God made us in a great yeah. way. Okay. Good dopamine, baby. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, otherwise, Let's see. So I, I guess this is kind of like a passion project of sorts that kind of COVID pushed forward, but not really because I we've been in COVID for a year and change now. And I'm really yeah. just starting to get every duck in a row was, um, you know, I shoot a bunch of film, which we've talked about. I have finally taken the time to um, culminate everything, uh, get all of like the roles that I've uh, developed, sorry, and uh, get everything together. and create a little website it's not live yet but depend when is this going to air well it tbd baby tbd is probably going to air in like four weeks i would say all right so josephwakili.com fucking hit the link it's going to be Ooh, in my fucking there we go. Oh, oh, that shit baby there it is hit there that is. fucking thing no so yeah it's, we'll have all of this in the show notes as well yeah make sure that you know you get some love w-a-k-i-l-e that's how you spell it mm. um no so it, it's as of right now it's just going to host um my film yeah. It's, it's not for anything other than I want a place to be able to look at it and I want a place for if anyone else wants to look at it. <laughs> so would you say it's it's kind of like a Tumblr or like an Instagram? No, or it's, it's like, like a, a true photography. Like a portfolio type. So it, it's kind of going to be... Um, He's a Visco girl now, bro. No, so the, the, <laughs> the site is, uh, is going to... I'll tell you something funny about Visco right after this. Bro. Offline, right? My, my, my least yeah. favorite thing now in the times of COVID, just to, to disrect a little bit here... When people are talking on these meetings and they're like, you know what, let's not let's go off on a tangent. Let's take this offline. It's bullshit because you're not taking it offline. You're just taking it online again somewhere else. It's yeah. the stupidest misnomer ever. Yeah, yeah. And it annoys Ab me every time. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but, but going, going, back to, going back to your website. <laughs> I had to get that one out. Uh, no, <laughs> so it's, it's as of right now, it's going to host all my film just like I said, as like a, not a portfolio, just as a yeah. place for it to live. You know, I, I like to look through it from time to time. Yeah. And I know that other people like it and I think they're really pretty photos. But if they're not and you don't like them, that's cool too. Like there's, there, no, there's nothing really um, anything about it. But then, as for the website itself, um, the first project that I've wanted to do, these are projects that I've sketched for probably two and a half years, three years. I have five notebooks of different logos wow. and different things that I've always wanted to do. And, that you're, just, and, and you're just going aimlessly. That I've never done. So, yeah, the, see where it goes, right? the first thing is definitely going to be. With um, the Barney's clothes and the Barney's oh. homage. Project. Yeah, tell us a little about the hat you're wearing that the audience may or may not be able to see. Um, TBD. So, yeah, I mean, what we're going to see. 
Oh, this one here? That one. So this is a it's pretty cool hat. Thank you. This is a logo that um Hunter Green, the color of the season, baby. Oh, the best. Mm. Color of it's a yeah, just a cool. Mm. It well, should just be called yeah. rich mm. green. Well, I said this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. rich ass green, if the best. But no, so yeah. this project or this um pitch was something that I created at Barney's when I was an intern there. And I noticed that for me, one of the best things that I like to wear all the time was like hardware store t-shirts or right. like literally like real hardware stores in Jersey or like restaurant t-shirts, like Gildan, plain old uniform t-shirts. And Joe was repping small businesses before COVID. But that's yeah, a record right That's here, a baby. fact. Always. A I'm fact. a big small that's business guy. That's a fact. I, you know, I work for a small He's a business. a big so. small business guy. You hear that? Mm. Um, so... This I pitched to a few people. I know we were doing the drop at the time and stuff like that. And I just thought it could be a cool concept at the time I was running with the idea, like the Barney's Bodega. And I wanted to yeah. be like notebooks and pens and this and that. And it's just all these companies tap into their rich history. And Barney's has the richest history or had the richest history. And they weren't tapping. They don't anymore. Yeah. Right, so it was driving me nuts. So I did this. So now I, I've just put everything together. I've... It's taking the time. No one really knows about it. Probably by four weeks, I think it might be out. Yeah. So this will be good. I mean, we could always hold off, you know? No, no. So this is only our first episode. It's probably, you know. So this is the the same type of thing like this. It's kind of like people always reach out to me like, oh, when are you going to do this? When I would post the hat or post like the t-shirt or whatever. You started applying. Yeah, I mean, I want to one back when you're an assistant. Yeah, exactly. Um, So it was like me now. I'm just taking my time to figure everything out. Um, I want the t-shirts that I want. I want that. I love that they're made in the United States. Yeah. I have tags that, you know, that you're going to have personalized tags and, um, everything is coming together well, yeah. correctly. What I'm trying to communicate is that like parties in New York will come back in some way because of ownership purposes and IP purposes. Oh, it won't because Barney's New York was a people. It's not the same thing. Yeah. No, but it was a people. We. It was about the company. Yeah. Tom. It was, it was whomever. Yeah, the fact maybe. we can name a thousand people that actually that's what made it. It. Without yeah. it, it's not there. Yeah, it's anymore. just a name. So this is it's my, a name my, my own to my for, first yeah. job, my first career, my first shot. Shout out to Ella Kagar. Shout out to the Kagar sisters. Hey, in general. I love you guys. Chris Pepe, baby. And you know, and I had my shot, and it's and it's something that I'll always have with me that I was able to work for that company. Yeah. So 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 rewinds. How did you get your shot? At parties? Yeah. Like at your first fashion game. Like what what is the process? What do you think it was gonna be? What what is different from what actually happened? Gotcha. So I um interned at a e-commerce site, which is fancy.com, um, in my junior year of college or something like that. And I always knew that I wanted to do something in the Right. Because that's the only thing that I really came like innate to me. Not the company. Like, no, no free clout. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> editorial. <laughs> um, and so you wanted to do editorial? No, 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 no. I'm saying like it's a whack editorial. Oh, yeah, but no, yeah. no. So um, it was pretty well, much. We're, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, we can't be, we can't be shamed. Um, so it was pretty much. Um, that's, I knew that's what I wanted to do, but I didn't know anyone or know anything about it or how to go about it or whatever. Long story short, I'm not going to bore you guys with details. Long story short, I was bartending. Um, and I met Ella who worked with us at Barney's and we started talking and I actually bought myself into her conversation 
because I overheard like a name that I was familiar with. Yeah. Um, so I got myself into their conversation and we started talking. She's like, oh, and we ended up knowing mutual friends. She gave me a shot at an internship. Um, from the internship led to a full-time position. And then, you know, from then on, it was, it was then on. And I, I didn't, everything just happened. Um, I didn't manifest it. I didn't, you know, I, I, I knew if it was meant to happen, it would happen. But that's that's um, kind then, of that's kind of a critical point because I think a lot of people like need to understand, you know, that are listening to this or if they're not, but it, it's very critical just to network and just to like bring yourself out there. put yourself out there and, and be vulnerable and be in certain conversations. Because I think you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah, exactly. And the cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah, know? it's the hands you shake. It's not the grades you make. It's it, yeah. it's who oh, you meet. It, it's it's the, I like you it. Know? I like it. <laughs> it does, but uh, there's a lot of stuff in there. So let's, oh god, let's, <laughs> but so oh, let's leave it. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 <laughs> you air at 7 p.m. on Sundays. This is a family show. But but in general, I think I think there's a there's a misconception that you know you can't you can't do certain things or you can't talk to certain people just because it's not in your lane or it's something that you didn't study or it's something that you didn't do. But I think the point of this podcast is, is just Cliff had a criminal justice major and oh, he is yeah. now a buyer. Yeah, yeah. He worked for Barney's. That's how we yeah. all met. Man, you see, it is not bad. What I always say to people bad. is like, yeah. If you get life. your shot, if you get your shot and you seize said shot, yeah. Then you're meant for, it's meant for you and you're meant for it. But if you get your opportunity and you fumble the fucking bag, that's on you, dude. Yeah. Because it's really it doesn't matter who you or what you studied, or so on and so forth, or whatever. I was, I was in my orientation at parties with someone that graduated at Yale. I yeah. laughed so hard. I went to a public school, baby. Hey, so and, and people don't notice. You can even fumble the bag. We're, we're talking know, about we're talking Mrs. We're talking about all the, the Cartier loves, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but it's just it's interesting because it's it's a you know. You, if you get your shot and you really want to do it and you're meant to be, and I'm not talking about this with fashion. I'm talking about this with anything. Anything in life. Anything. If someone, I listened to an interview a while ago with the founders of Instagram and they said it kind of well. Um, everyone gets lucky every day. Someone opens the door for you. It's lucky. That's, you know. Yeah. Uh, someone, you know, delivery, the like I said. Or yeah. yeah it's, it, you, that's luck. That's luck every day. Everyone gets that. But then there's a luck opportunity that you get maybe once in a lifetime that's like you have to be keen enough to recognize it. But you also have to have like enough whereabouts with you to yeah. work through the shitty parts of it yeah, the onus is on for you it to, to come advantage. into fruition but you have to be keen to recognize something that's happening to you yeah and i don't absolutely. think maybe barney's was that for me like i'm not sure like i don't know what my path would have been i was interviewing at barney's and i was interviewing a kid yeah performing a full-time role if i took kid who knows maybe i'd still be in fashion maybe i'd still be in buying he'd be 30 yeah. pounds heavy and too much ice cream <laughs> too many treats baby too many <laughs> treats but <laughs> In general, I, I think that was well stated because I, I think a lot of people think that it's one thing that defines them, you know, but... Or there's only one path to a yeah. certain goal. Like, yeah. If I didn't have the stuff, like, I'm not going to have that opportunity. If I didn't go to FIT, I can't work in fashion. Yeah. Or if I didn't work at Parsons or I don't have this, there's no way I'm going to make it in fashion. And that's not true. Oh, I never... I've All my... 
my internships for Barney's and for my previous one didn't count as uh, internship or they didn't count towards my major. They just credit, credited yeah. credit because I was an economics major and they're like, yeah. oh, it's not really like a Same. Fuck you. Like, this is a real internship. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I also an economics major. Travel all the way on my own dime to work every day yeah. in New York to work for Body and Sons. Great opportunity they gave me. Wasn't paid because at the time that, that's sort of what you did to get yeah. your foot in the door. And I was happy to be there. Like, they helped me with my commute, did all that. My college was like, yeah, that's not, not that's nothing. Like, yeah. we don't give a shit. That's what you credits? You, you, no, no, nothing. Oh, that's funny. Nothing. Like, commuting pass, whatever. But I met people and it helped me get my foot in the door. It's how I met James. It's how I met people at Carson Street. It's how I got my foot in the door in Soho to walk yeah. around. And to kind of know that this is where I want to be and this is kind of what I want to do. And understand and I'm doing everything I tend to do that. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of like a lot of you know I, w- I would call them what would you call universities at this point? They're they're almost like luxury brands that just steal people's money and promise things that they can't keep. Yeah, universities, universities the are the biggest and most profitable teach you business in the world. I can keep going. They yeah. teach you how to they're time doing, and talk uh, to people. I can't it. wait until yeah. we have a re-coming in this country. I mean, we, 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 we've kind of seen the tables turn uh, lately with the fact that people don't want to pay $50,000 to take a, oh, an online uh, freaking uh, online class. Course, yes. I mean, they want to charge you all the same fees that they would when you had a dorm and like actual facilities that yeah. you're supposed yeah. to. And instead, they're like, you know what? I need you to take this class on your couch at home. Yeah. But you know, tuition's going to be the same. Yeah. What? What, what do you mean tuition? I have a Harvard sweatshirt that I wear and people are like, oh, you went there? I'm like, no, it's a luxury brand. The, the, uh, yeah, it's like wearing your mother. It is. It is. Uh, it is a college, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like wearing, like, you know, it's like literally like wearing a, you know, Bottega bag. It's anything. A, you know, Bottega doesn't deny their customers. Harvard denies theirs. Yeah. It's it's the most luxury brand of the world. Well, unless you buy a library, right? That, I mean, you know, it's, you know, that, that that's above my pay grade. That's, a, that's another story about fake SAT test. Oh, that's a great documentary. But it's also kind of like, the schools accepted it with a smiling face. Of course. Money's said, money, okay, man. Okay, no problem. So, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, we're going to get you right in. So we go, yeah. Yeah. If the money's green, it's green. Exactly. Man. That's why, like, for me, like, the, the schools are a joke. Like, like, I, I think in general, we're, we're just finding out with, with the internet more than ever, you just have... Everything in your fingertips. Yeah, everything in your fingertips. Yeah, if you want to learn something, it's there for you. If you really want to go seize the ability yeah. to, to, I mean, like Cliff, you're a fantastic example of the fact that someone gave you the opportunity to go be a buyer. Yeah. You didn't know anything about a sell. And maybe going in, you didn't know how big of a portion that I would be. I was a caveman. And I will, caveman. Yeah, I remember those days. And I will also say that my dad, back when I was in high school, was like, you know what? From his experience in business, he was also a buyer, not a yeah. fashion, but he was like, you know what? You should learn. You should learn Excel. And I was like, ha ha, Dad! I'm not gonna learn freaking Excel. Yeah, There's no way I'm ever gonna use well. this. And then I, I get dove into this job, and I'm like, okay, so like 60 percent of this job is using Excel, and then the other 40 percent is figuring out what to do in Excel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mind you, I, I I took like my first two weeks at the gig. I took two Saturday like day classes that were like, eight hours. To it. <laughs> And I wanted to blow my brains out. But you know what? It really did teach me a lot of things. You know, they, they were teaching me a lot of things that they didn't need. Yeah, wouldn't it have been great, though, in your college that you were paying $50,000 a year, maybe taught you how to use Excel? Well, I did. Or maybe explain the S&P 500, or maybe told you about how to fucking taxes. Yeah. Although I will say, you know what? If my high school had taught me taxes, 
I also still wouldn't have paid attention, just like I did in geometry. Yeah, so like, it's yeah. all the setting, you know? <laughs> it's all the setting, and that's, and that's one thing that we don't want to give anyone credit for. Some people, they just like to listen. And some people, they learn on the fly. And then some people learn reading. And then some people learn by doing. Yeah. So I think... I think there's a lot it's of different ways. You've got to find your own path. Yeah. The only thing that works for yeah. you. It's the same thing. It ties right back to us talking about exercise. Everyone's got their own thing. There's not one model. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to open men's health and read this thing that says, you want to look like Ryan Gosling? Here's how you do it. I'm not sure. It's not true. It's never worked, but I'm not. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, yeah. I think the, the most essential part of college is you being going from 18 to 22. It's time management and learning how to talk to people. And, and, and going through that portion of your life because i think that i don't even think honestly 18 year olds should be able to vote like, yeah no offense like i don't even think i well, sh- should have been voting at 18 i feel like i should have been voting at 14 that's just my opinion no i, I get you but i just feel no, like I'm, I'm kidding no I'm kidding. yeah i don't know <laughs> I, was a I know like the the, 14, the, the, uh, the male brain 14, matures <laughs> a lot later you know and i do think that that's true like i i i don't think that i was an elegant there was no election when I was 18, so it didn't really matter. But, like, I, I just think it's a – you need that little time to figure out. You know, the college does put shit in your lap. When was your first election? Like, 19, 1920? Like, when was your first 1920? time? 1920, man. Yeah, yeah like, 1920. No, <laughs> <laughs> 2016 was my first time. Yeah, so it was a pretty big year. I voted for uh, Joel Jorgenstein. <laughs> I don't think you paid any questions, right? You won, didn't he? You're in 2020, right? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck that is, man. You're for the Green Party? Like, I know, bro. No, I don't vote for third parties, man. No, but that's why I was just like, that, that, you know, why not put that, you know. I voted for Kanye West every time. <laughs> that that's amazing. That's why he became too religious for my blood. D's nuts. Yeah, yeah I, I voted for D's nuts. Every what, speaking right, of Kanye West, what kind of music are you into? Um, so like, I, I won't judge. No, as of recent, like, no, I'm gonna I, judge, but you can still tell me. No, yeah, I, I, I like see memes on Instagram of like what, like, you know, what's popping. Like, I saw this, like, one that like, everybody posted on their story. It was like, how do you feel about people calling it memes? Memes, really? I've never heard that in my life. It's like a mom thing, like, calling it a gif instead of a gif. No, I saw this thing, it was like, you know, a text, like. I made a playlist for you. It was like a new way to say I love you. It was like, oh damn, I need like, like I didn't think of that. No, no, like I'm not even like, I don't know. So you can't I, make a it's playlist. A, it's a new mix. No, I can make I can make a playlist and I make playlists for myself. But like, I don't want you know. There's yeah. something that I spent some time on. Like you know, if I I was down in Florida, um, we had a big both day plan. So I made a three hour playlist that oh. was like each song went into the next, and it was like mm-hmm. created. A roller coaster of a DJ I was gas. Run that shit back. Um, <laughs> but no, I'll listen to like I used to be very, very, very much like hip hoppy, and then I yeah, or like rap and stuff. Hip hoppy, I like no, no, rap, that. rap. Hip hop, baby. Hip hop, yeah. It was it was mainly just like rap. Always like I knew when artists were dropping and the, when they dropped. When it was twelve oh one, I was listening to their albums. Right. But then it was just getting to a point where like these guys that I love like weren't really putting out much, and everyone else was kind of falling at the waistline. So I just started doing some more research. Like music is super spiritual, and it you know it's the, I think it's the first book of or the longest book of the Bible. Psalms, like you know, it's, mm. I, I think I don't, I don't, I have no idea, but I, I don't know so, either. I don't no, know I, what, what I'm trying to get at, what I'm yeah, trying to get at, I don't, 
is that music is like <laughs> such a on God out here. Music <laughs> is such a is a spiritual thing. Like, and so I was starting to listen to music. It wasn't making me feel anything. So yeah. I was like trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went that like the classic rock rabbit hole and all that. Like I just started Zeppelin or Stones. Probably uh, Zeppelin. Yeah. My guy. Probably. I mean, All right, I know, there we go, baby. Would, depends what the vibe is. I would probably. No, I like both. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like most people can choose one or the other that they go to more often. And not to say one's worse than the other, but I definitely go the Zeppelin route more often. I think that's really just the way you grew up. That's because kind of they do you have two more. I grew up in the Bronx, man. That's what I'm trying to stay close to Mike. But that was the point that I was trying to... I never listened to classic rock growing up. My parents didn't listen to classic rock. They're just banging oldies, no? No, they listen to mad freestyle and disco and a lot of early rap and shit. Like early hip-hop rap and disco. No, no, like fucking Stevie B and like Michael Jackson and all that kind of shit because like they grew up in... Stevie Wonder. Yeah, they grew up in urban areas and it was like they weren't listening to like mad classic rock. Yeah. So my parents never listened to it so they didn't get me into it. So I was kind of just discovering it on my own and my cousin put me on to Metallica and then from Metallica I went to Stones and this and that and I now kind of explored the rabbit hole. I know what I like. I know what I listen to, but I love like a Rufus Dussault. I was listening to him on the way here. Shit is popping. Like popping. no better music. Joshua Tree video, baby. Ooh. No better music for any time. Ooh. Yeah. You study it, Rufus. You yeah, drive yeah. it, Rufus. <laughs> you stress down, Rufus. You about to go out, Rufus. You're on a boat, Rufus. Damn, sponsor the pot out here. No, so no, no, but, Sunset, Rufus. But, but, it's like every single song. Rufus it's, on the roof, yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what's happened to me, though, I've been playing them a little bit too much. So now... Yeah, I don't need to hear this. Homeboy's only got like two albums. I'm ready to go to sleep. Swear to God. Sleeping. It's a lot of the same shit. He's out here tripping up the stairs. Um, so that's, yeah, music wise, I, I listen to, I used to be very, very closed minded. It was like, you know, rap, rap, rap. But now I'll listen to anything that gives me a vibe. Top five rappers alive or alive. dead. I that's think how I say it. It usually goes on dead or alive. Yeah. Not alive. Pause, pause, pause. Warm or cold. Um, <laughs> I was like, I know, I know I'm getting the same, right? I'm a fucking kid, man. Um, for me, I personally, like, I think, um, the notorious B.I.G. Oh, is my favorite he's... rapper of all time. Um, he's a good one. Because then you listen to his songs and he was 22. When does Jay-Z land? Jay-Z's great, but he's a little too, like, I don't know. You don't want to say wash, but I want to say wash. You don't want to diss him. No, I fuck with Jay-Z. I mean, at the end of the day, I, he's hey, great. Don't put that on my name. I'm not, not a fan. I just don't need to hear his current stuff. Like, he took a step back. I think 444 was better than, like, Magna Carta and all that bullshit. Ooh, yeah. I liked it. Watch the Throne is definitely the one. Best song. Oh, one of the best of all time. But yeah, probably, like, no specific order. The... Uh, Kanye, because I just think on all levels, he, I've always I've been to five of his concerts. I've always been a huge Kanye fan. Yeah. Even even lately, I feel like know? this is that meme of those three white mm-hmm. little boys talking about rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Baby bought the new Maybach 600. How did he spend the money? Like, yo, like this is the clip. This is what you have to take a picture of. Like, are loafers dead? <laughs> is streetwear so, dead? So, is white boy right. summer upon us? All right, guys, love this me. is. Let me give you you a better question. Top three reggaeton artists. I have no idea. I can't even give you. I'm bouncing though. Can't even. I can move my hips probably better than you. I have no problem with that. That's a challenge. I'm calling you out, bro. Stand up. 
Kobe Dover. All right, so favorite. Right. what was your favorite album of this year, I suppose? 2020 combined with 2021, I suppose, because it's kind of like a little, that, little bit of a year. That's tough for me, too. I, I don't know any names of any I albums. honestly do. That's the thing. Like, I haven't really been listening to a lot of crazy. I have to think about that, honestly. No, fair enough. Yeah. That's I have to very much think about that. Fair enough, fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, so maybe, like, uh, change the topic a little bit, go back to when we are talking about fashion. So, you know, what's excited you in fashion? Where do you think it's going? You know, I mean, obviously... Quarantine, oh, COVID, anything has changed retail completely. Yeah. You know, people, at least for me, I found myself before, you know, I really like a brand's ethos just because of, you know, whatever history said brand had or, you know, whatever looked cool. Yeah. Like being pushed on the runway. And now I found myself being drawn more to brands that sort of have a message that I care about or maybe doing something that speaks to like a, like a bigger picture thing. It's not yeah. just about the garment itself. It's more about either what went into it in one part. Or why they're doing it and what their their reason for creating that is. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I love to see like the, a lot of these smaller brands that are like doing really cool stuff. Like the um, one of the guys from Sid Mashburn. I don't know if you saw his brand Factors. I think it's called. I haven't, but I do like. Sid sent it to me, yeah, and then my yeah. former coworker sent it to me, and I was like, dude, it's like for me one of the biggest things that I was getting excited for while I was still buying, and then also moved into the wholesale menswear side of things. I was really looking forward to this like resurgence of like tailored clothing and like people dressing like properly and actually yeah. looking cool. Like I hashtag don't need, like, anybody could do like really cool graphics on like really cool sweatshirts, but it's like how many sweatshirts do you well, need? How many yeah. versions of uh, Nike Air Maxes do I need to see every freaking day? So that's where, like, for me, I, the hype cycle, it gets a little tiresome. I, I, I dropped like the sneakers thing. Like I haven't really worn sneakers in probably. Even at parties, I wore these every single day. You guys know. Literally yeah. wore these every single day. Loaf of gang, baby. Yeah. Because um, it was just getting to a point where I was like, I was seeing the shoes that I used to camp out for with people wearing them. And I'm like, eh, you can't camp for those. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, or, but, uh, you know, you're really excited to wear them. And then a week later, there's a new release. And you yeah. kind of, and you're already finding yourself feeling for the next thing instead of enjoying what you have. Exactly. Whereas if you can find something that is built either to last or at least has a message that you kind of care about and you're, you're looking down at your feet and you're really excited about it. Or like for me, my first real watch that I purchased, like I was always scared about spending that much money on something. I was scared about treating myself in that, that kind of a crazy mm-hmm. way. But every day I found a little bit of joy. Like when I look at what time it is or I'm looking down at that and it, it gives me that yeah. like that feeling. And that feeling is kind of what I chase in fashion and it's what brought me into it in the first place is that, that sort of that feeling that you get from wearing that thing and knowing that you're supporting something that matters. Yeah, you support something that just makes you feel good about yourself. And that, and that's for me, I was excited, like I said, about like tailored clothing and more like, you know, just more casual suiting coming back into a, you know, having a space. Yeah. And I, you see a lot of different brands. Like I was just looking at Stussy drop their, um, I don't even know the fucking no, Cliff hates Stussy, right but really? No, it's, uh, but what's, what's like coming season dropping right now? Is it spring, summer 21? No, no it's fall, winter 21. is going to start coming out in about like right now. It's kind of like the early deliveries are coming in, but the main delivery will be in June, July. will be fall, winter 21. You know what's so fucked up is you know how, how that makes no sense. How I'm dropping fall and dead oh, yeah. summer. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. That's right. Winter comes <laughs> in August. That's the stupidest thing. Yeah, yeah. I want my change. My tweets in July and I need shorts in February. They talked about changing the calendar when COVID hit. All that went on the window. I remember all these Italians were getting together. We need to change the calendar so it makes no, sense. Just, Finally. Just everyone in general was trying to change the calendar. No, so I was for an Italian brand at the time. Oh, so all these guys were coming together. Like you had, what's his name? Renzo something from Diesel. Oh, okay. He had like a big forum of, you know, all these conversations. It was like, you know, we need to change the fashion calendar. It was like, yeah. yeah. Deliver. No, this is not bespoke stuff October. anymore. Yeah. Deliver yeah. shorts. 
in because I guess we can like, all made. Yeah. We're like, all liars. We can all say that men. I mean, this is overgeneralizing <laughs> a gender, but I think we can all say that men are very buy now, wear now people. You're very functional. American men if, are. If it's raining outside, what? If I don't have a raincoat, what am I going to go buy? A raincoat. Freaking raincoat. If it's sunny as hell outside, I'm not walking into BG or Saks or someone being like, you know what? When I don't have my closet, it's beautiful outside. You know what? I need to pick up a raincoat. For yeah, the you know what I need? It's not a tweed coat with suede. Yeah. No, I don't I that's, that, that's not completely true because I just bought a corduroy dad hat. Yeah, but I will say that. Fucking hot as fuck outside. I'll also say, A, you're a fashion fan and you're a buyer. You're not the average male. We can kind of look at the industry because we know how it works. That's what I'm going to say. There's good times and there's bad times to buy certain pieces and you might want to buy them to have them. But your average man is not thinking like that. He's thinking, hot outside, it's time to buy some shorts. Cold outside, I'm buying a parka. It's not advice. That's how I always try to communicate that with um, the brand that. I worked for and worked with, and I was like, listen, Italian men are different, or like men of anywhere outside of the U.S. are different. They dress to get dressed. Yeah. Men in the United States, for the most part, they dress for... Wear clothes because they have to wear clothes. Yeah. It's a, it's for a comfort, semantic. Yeah, to dress up. I mean, I have to get dressed, so I might as well yeah. get dressed. It's so a then function, that's it. Yeah. It's a function. It's a means to an end. It's a, you know, yeah. it's... So, um... Yeah, that's pretty much a lot of stuff that I've been excited about. And like, you know, like I said, these fucking jeans, um... Seekings, I think they're, they're really great. Cool. They're great. Um, yeah. Japanese they got a, they got a nice, nice first little, like, time. Wash on them. Those look yeah. good. First time yeah. I'm breaking away from 501s in like five years in Dickies because they're the only two pants I've been switching up on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely taken a step back and we used to always watch when it was fashion week. We used to all huddle around one computer of course. and go on Vogue Runway. Drool, drool over the, the Gucci slide. And, and do this, and, and, and do this, and do this, and do this, yeah. and do this. And like, I don't do that anymore at all. Like, I haven't done that since I worked at Barney's because no one at my other job did it. And now I'm not doing it alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I find myself like I was getting so, this is one of the reasons that I left fashion. I found myself getting so, having such a distaste for the industry that I once loved. Like overconsumption or it was just like, yeah, we over overconsumption. Um me realizing that say, for example, like buying and being in it and so on and so forth, I didn't like how I was looking at clothes anymore. Yeah. So much more of a job. Yeah. Um so it started to make me hate something that I loved. And like I realized that you know, I I didn't want to dress or I didn't want to buy this or I don't want to buy that, and I just wanted to just wear a uniform. So yeah. now, I mean, I, I, I love that and I do wear a uniform because I'm very much something that not, you don't have to think about. I think you know? that's also a good point, though. You, you, you get into something because it's your passion, but sometimes that... It can burn you out if it's your job. And yeah. you start hating said passion and you start not having any luster for clothes. Like yeah. You start looking at it and you're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah it's but I think a uniform is a great way to be because... The biggest thing I found is even when I was getting into fashion, people would talk about fashion being cyclical. And I was like, yeah, I guess it is. Kind of. But the more you're in it, and the more you see it, it truly is. You very much can, you can even predict. Like, if people get paid millions and millions of dollars a year to predict where fashion cycles are going, you can just like add a decade to whatever you're looking at now. And it's probably just a new version of whatever came out in the, right now, I guess we're in like the 90s, early 2000s, the aughts of, of what's being popular now and people are wearing. And like, yeah, I could have taken fashion 10 years ago and moved it till now, and the stuff's going to be in style. Yeah. So a, a personal uniform is very cool, and I think a lot of people that get into fashion, it's very funny. Like me, when I was first getting into fashion, I would watch people walk around, and you can tell people that work in the industry because they kind of have that uniform. 
It's something you can peg them as saying, okay, he probably works in fashion based on a few of the pieces he's wearing, if yeah. you're in the know, but he's not maybe on the newest trend. But it's because he's found what works for him. He's found what he yeah, likes. He's found what he's comfortable in. And that's a big thing. To, yeah. Every, all, like some of my friends that used to reach out to me, like, yo, dude, like, what should I get? And so on and so forth. I was like, well, well, listen, like, you need a good pair of black denim. You need a good shoe to go out on. You need a good white shoe to go wear in. And I would give him suggestions. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Go to Uniqlo. And I'm like, oh, what do you shop? I haven't been to Uniqlo forever, which is since all COVID. Because usually I'll go to Uniqlo, same thing. I'll just buy yeah. 15 white t-shirts, 15 yeah. black t-shirts. Yeah, you know, the, black the, the J plus or even the and, WN, and then and then just leave, and then I'm good. good. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I always say to people like, they're like, oh yeah, but you're, and I'm like, not really. I'm never really wearing anything that out of the ordinary. Yeah, you, have, you have a couple of pops, you know. You you take your five hundred ones. You find a nice shoe that you really like. Doesn't matter who it's made by. It always nice starts ground up. Yeah, you, you get the nice shoe. You get a nice like jean base or a nice trouser that you're comfortable with. Yeah. Maybe your belt. You spend a little bit more money on it. It's going to pop a little bit, but you can wear it all the time. Like you can wear, wear a big top Ford joint. <laughs> no, the, the big H, baby. Yeah. Let everyone know. No, no. Yeah, I found myself even liking the more technical things that are outside of my wardrobe, out of my everyday wardrobe. So I started finding myself spending a lot more money on like running gear. Yeah. And just like, you know, out of wear pieces that aren't technically going to the office. You know, yeah. just things that I could wear. You know, to go to the mountain and hike and, you know, just go skiing. And I, I started, and before, functional, baby. I yeah. never, ever wanted to buy something like that. Anything. I would have never spent 50 bucks on a pair of running shorts because I'm like, I'm just going to ruin them, you know? But yeah. it, it's yeah, not you start crazy. to find what you want to, you know, yeah. for me, it makes you want to go run more, right? Yeah. I always say, like, you can give me a million bucks every day, and I can go into REI and spend that I million spend dollars that, every yeah. single oh, day. When I got my REI cart, was one of my favorite pastimes until I was finally during COVID. I was like, you know what? This cart, we're just going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm prepped. If there's an opportunity for me to go camping, I am freaking Oh, I sick, love man. it. He's not camping. He, he I'm done. No, everything. Yeah, yeah. Snow Peak. He, yep, no, I am, I'm dripped out. Oh, you were ready, ready to go. Ready to go gorping, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I have like so I have a little and wander. I have a little bit of like even like REI co-op brand stuff that I love. Like I have a little Snoopy stuff, and then I have I want to start copping some more uh, District Vision. Ooh, big fan! I bought like the little Pelican keys. Nice. The sunglasses are gorgeous, and everything else is very cool. And like the logoing is great. Yeah, and it's just again like. These small little niche brands that are just popping up that like, and that's so like it's just yeah. a bunch of like not a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, a bunch of whoever that just are like, hey, we like that stuff. Beer. We can make it cool. Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Snow Peak. I've, I've gone a little bit too ham with that. I got the full sake set. Just just in case, you know. I use it for water bottle now because it's fun. You know, that's any water bottle. Yeah, it's great. I yeah. bought the whole Osprey oh, backpack. Yeah. Only used it once, you know. I got like a really nice Oh, you like this? I got everything, baby. I went to a um I went to a Dinner the other night and it was a raffle. I've never won a raffle in my whole entire life, ever, ever, ever. Never go, never anything like that. I don't win. Well, I, I win a ton of shit, but won a forty-five gallon Yeti cooler. Won a forty-five gallon Yeti cooler. It's a three hundred dollar well, cooler. I don't got know one what of those in his trunk right now. Oh. I got one of those in my trunk. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's going to be permanently affixed to my truck. Like it's, it's just a look. Like it's, it's, okay. it's amazing. Oh, like those are the Wrangler the big trunk. Yeah, I have some cool tickets, like stickers that I've never wanted to put on anything because it's like whatever I put on it. It's like I'm not gonna put on a laptop, you know. I'm not in college. Come on. Yeah, so I wanted to put on something that I'm gonna like keep and have. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. I can start putting some stuff. I have some like offensive stickers and shit like that. So it's like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I do think that it, it will, 
it will last the test of time because oh, they're epic. I'm telling you, they're pretty I freaking think that's cool, man. The beach, get there at like 10 a.m. You should have got the wheel one though. It's kind of annoying to carry that. Yeah, thing. He, he's not lying. Like, <laughs> no, they're heavy as hell. When you put the ice in there, oh, I want it. I want it. I want it with a full thing of it was full of double IPA beers from brewery in Jersey. Super hyped about that, but I love Gabby. Is Joe Wachili on Good Friday with this thing on his shoulder, baby? Yeah, sometimes they gotta like swing it on my shoulder and just heavy. And, and, and take a break, like what? ten minutes in, because it's like it's legitimately like fifteen. No oh, idea, you know. But let's see, let's see where the time is. This is our first. We've hit an hour. I want to take a rip of this, please. I need to concentrate. It, at, at the end of the day, uh, we just want to thank you. But, you know, being on... Coming and, to catch up with us, you know? Yeah. We'll clip it whatever we want, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a great guy. We've known you for a long time. We appreciate it's you. It's been great to the, catch up. Is there the anything anything you want to plug or talk about before we get out of here? Any <laughs> projects we're working on like coming out of Trinity Group? Anything like that? Uh, I mean, listen, you know, if, if anyone's in the market to redesigning their retail space or office space or anything of the sorts, uh, Trinity Group, LLC, hit me up. I'll be happy to work with you. I'm happy to bring anybody's uh, vision to life. And then also just, uh, just whatkaleygot.com. There's going to be a lot of projects in the next year or so that I'm just going to do. Oh, yeah. With no intent. Yeah. The only thing I, I did want to ask you is so, so you were talking film. So what made you choose film over digital? Is that just like because that's what you, you had on hand? Um, or, uh... Because honestly, I always admired like some of my friends that shot like for, for forever. Um, and one of my friends, like a really talented videographer and stuff. And, um, I've always admired the film that he took. And when you take a picture, if you're using a point and shoot like I do, like you don't know how it comes out and then you get a surprise in a month or whenever you go to develop them. It's like, it, you I it, forces, it forces you, I suppose, also to focus sort of on the picture itself and not all the other minutiae of working the camera. And exactly. So yeah. mine is that mine is like dummy proof. It's literally just point yeah. and shoot like a, yeah, a C1 right. or whatever it's called. Yeah. I had a digital camera and it was it was stressful. That's I, I just never so knew enough, you know. Features and I'm like, yeah, we, we only have like four of them pointed at us right now. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I just and, and that no, yeah, those are yeah, like yeah. I, I would love to get a really sick camera, but like I know if I get one, like I'm booking like two two week courses on. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I know, but it's better to get into it early, very bare bones. Like the first thing I was told by my friends that are photographers, and obviously I didn't really get into it more than my iPhone now because that's what. The best camera I've been told is the one that you have on you. So for me, carrying something around, I have my phone. I take those pictures. Yeah. But what he told me That's is basically if you want to get into it, he's like, just get a 50 millimeter lens, even if it's a DSLR, leave it on auto or at least like moderately auto settings and just take pictures and kind of find your lane before you expand yeah. or get into the minutiae of it. So that's, and, and my friend, I was like, yo, like I'm going to get a film camera or whatever. And he's like, dude, I have like three, like take one of mine. And then from that point out, I've just been shooting it. And that's why like I've always had the pictures. Um, you know, after like a weekend with my friends, I'll send them some pictures and they're like, oh, dude, these are sick. Like, and I just never posted them. So I just wanted a place for them to live. And, you know, if people like them, I'll sell a print. I mean, Amazing. they're fucking cool. Some of the pictures yeah. are in downtown Beirut that are really pretty and in Italy and like my family's villages and in California and, and my friends just being my friends and people just enjoying life. And I try to capture whatever. You know, is going on. And I'm not trying to sound like some artistic fucking virtuoso. <laughs> it's more or less just. No, he's exactly. just checking out or no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like it? Just You, you, you like it? You like it? You don't 
fucking great. There's going to be a it. question box. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Sick. Well, thank it you was, for coming, man. This was an ab- absolute pleasure. Yeah. You know, if you want to follow us, that's at the Buyers Club Pod on Instagram, all socials. We've got a Twitter as well. Haven't really posted much on there, but you maybe in the four weeks when this comes out, we will. Yeah. But for now, we got a little Zoom board going. If you like it, you don't. If you, you don't, whatever. You know what? We'll have the pod on there. It looks good. I like it. There's a lot of cool pictures. There's Thanks, some of them that I've seen and saved before myself, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, this is a good one. Well, that's what I do. I mean, I, I, the reason why I'm the one doing it for now, I mean, Cliff's going to jump into you, but for yeah. me, I've got just like photo albums of cool pics that I've liked off yeah. of. Back in the day, even before I was in fashion, I was just saving crap on Blogspot or like saving yeah. cool shit. And now it's kind of on a way to throw that out there where I wouldn't put it on my personal because it's kind of random. Yeah. We're here. It's just sort of a way to, to do it's that. It's like a Tumblr, but it's I, good. I like it. I like laughing at memes. I can't make them. So for me, it's going to be a Zood board. So here we are. Yeah. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Absolutely. But anyway. Well, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure. Best, brother. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter at the Buyers Club Pod. I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. We're happy to have you here. I look back upon my life.